What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Grace's Space. We're here today with a brand new special guest. We have Gavo at Udina's Beam here today. Welcome. Hi, thank you. So today it's Pop-Tart. We have, let me zoom in on it so you can see, Frosted Chocolate Banana Split. That sounds delicious, honestly. Oh my God. It looks really good. They, I love the colors. Yeah, actually, it is quite visually appealing. So we've got our normal Pop-Tart base, and then on the inside, it's striped filling, like how it is in the s'mores one, and it's chocolate and banana fillings. And then you've got some vanilla frosting and sprinkles, and sprinkles just make everything better. Yeah, I agree. I usually don't like banana, like artificial banana. Yeah, me either. But that, that one looks really good honestly like I want to try it yeah if, if my country ever wants to bring more flavors I will buy it definitely yeah this one's discontinued here too so I'll never be able to try it but oh. yeah they do have the banana bread one that they just came out with here and I can't find it anywhere which I feel like is kind of a hate crime against me in particular it's a hate crime against humanity but, but Pop-Tarts definitely commits lots of hate crimes against Mexicans because you guys have no Pop-Tarts there. Like just, you just have, do you have any or just like the two basic ones? The two basic ones. I think it's Oreo and another one. Ah, eh, I forgot the name in English. Sorry. Eh, <laughs> algo, eh, something about berry. You can say it in Spanish. Presa. Strawberry. Strawberry, yeah. I know a little bit of Spanish. I was once considered bilingual. I'm definitely not anymore. <laughs> I had the seal of biliteracy that I got because I took Spanish for like six or seven years. I was pretty good at it. And then um, I haven't spoken it in four years, except for the one time one patient came into my work and they only spoke Spanish. So then I had to bring it out again. Um, oh my God. That's actually interesting. I love when people learn my first language because... Well, I usually talk in English here in Twitter, and it's really hard to to find someone that speaks Spanish, you know? Yeah, I can still read it pretty well. Like, when you tweet in Spanish, I can read it, and I will usually just respond in English because I don't, <laughs> I'm not as good anymore at, like, conjugating and doing the right, um, like, tenses of stuff. But I can yeah. understand it. Yeah, Spanish is kind of hard sometimes. I understand that you forget it you forgot it yeah like I, I also forget english sometimes very valid <laughs> but yes this pop tart i feel like I, I like you said i'm not a big fan of artificial banana but i feel like it wouldn't be too bad like i feel like the cream the sweetness of it and then also the chocolate would kind of balance it out yeah i think it's a really good combination i it's like Oh, yeah, banana split. I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds delicious. It sounds really good. It looks good, honestly, yeah. it, it, especially that. The colorful sprinkles. Honestly, you could put sprinkles on anything, and I'd be like, that looks tasty. Yeah. Yeah, I love uh, the sprinkles everywhere. Like, if you... Sorry for the word. If you have poop with sprinkles, it will look good, honestly. <laughs> But yes, so that is our Pop-Tart for today. And then since it's your first time on the podcast, it's been a while since we've done one of these, but we have some intro questions for you. So who, so are you more of an elite or an NCAA fan? Elite. Yes. Definitely elite. You don't care about NCAA, which is very. Yeah, yeah I don't usually care about IU. I love USLA gymnastics, honestly. It's, I find them interesting because they have a lot of former Olympians. And then, who's your favorite gymnast of all time? It's Svetlana Grozova from the Soviet Union. Soviet that is, Union. That is who your username used to be after, and then someone stole it. <laughs> yes. Yes, I, I still really sad about that. I don't know who that person is, but whoever that is should, should consider it to give it to me again. Yes. And then, who's your favorite elite team? Russia. Russia. Yeah. 
so valid I know <laughs> I hate that they like I know that they can't compete because that's like bad but like I miss them it's just not the same like they're just they just add a new level of chaos and random ness. yeah I know because they usually flop on beam which like you say that added a lot to the competition and I really miss that how they fail so much <laughs> okay so we have a little bit of NCAA news that I'll go over real quick and then yeah. we get into the elite stuff. So yeah. the coaching carousel is really there. It's getting going now. So Amelia Hundley, who was coaching, she was the bars coach at North Carolina. She is now the assistant coach at Alabama, which is surprising. Um, these teams are starting to take advantage of the third paid assistant spot which I'll be honest, I'm not entirely sure the rules surrounding that. I don't know if volunteer coaches are still a thing or not, but it is good to see that um, co more coaches are being able to be paid now because the volunteer spot is, it's a lot of work to be an assistant coach. It's a lot of work and it's kind of not fair that they weren't able to be paid in my opinion. But then yeah. on the other side, like it is definitely going to be harder to get into the coaching world now without the volunteer spot because to be paid, they're going to want people with experience. So we'll kind of see how that works out the next few years. And then for Missouri, since Casey Joe left for the pit head coaching spot, they have an AC spot open, which is taken by Lacey Rubin from Arizona State. And then... This one was very surprising. So Josh Nilsson, who was the head coach at Temple, which has been having a pretty good past few years. They won Eagles last year. He's now the assistant coach at Illinois. So I don't know. I guess he just he just knew that he was born to Illini. Um, I, was, I was just about to say that. <laughs> yes, he was born to Illini, as we all were. We all live in Chicago. Um, like, it does make sense because he worked with – Natalie, the head coach of Illinois at Utah State before they both had their other jobs. But just going from a head coach to an assistant coach position is not something you see very often. Although, since it's Big Ten versus Eagle pay, it might be about the same. <laughs> and then Jane Carey confirmed that she is not taking a gap year and she will be staying at Oregon State and competing in both NCAA and Elite for 2024. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, so that'll be interesting to see how she balances it. I think if anyone can do it, it would be her because her routines, um, like her vault is, it's the same vault, it's double twisting your chanko. Yeah. Um, and she doesn't seem to be one of those people that's very injury prone. So I think she'll be okay to do it. And I don't think it'll be too hard for her to be training two separate routines since like, the bars and beam routines are different, obviously, but the skills in those routines, in her NCAA routines, are the same skills, which will be in her elite routines, just with a lot more other skills. Yeah, it's like a downgrade routine, like people usually do. Right. So I think she'll be fine. Um, She'll probably compete a little bit less in NCAA because she usually does all around every week. They might want to give her a little more rest. <laughs> but Yeah. So then our transfer news, we have Savannah Shane here to LSU, which I don't think anybody would have predicted because they are literally Florida's rival. Um, but I, I think she'll slay. Um, I just need Jay Clark to bring back her Jaeger. That was the best part of her gymnastics. She had a Gorgina Jaeger. And then they took it out like last year, the beginning of this year. Or no, she didn't compete this year at all. I don't think. I don't know. They took it out recently. And that was a terrible decision. They need to put it back in. And then um, Mara Titarsole is going from LIU to Missouri, which I did not expect that either. Like, I don't know. I felt like she would go to a school that was more like full of barsies, just known for their bars. Like, I definitely expected like a sort of a Cal vibe, but I do think she'll slay at Missouri. I do think she'll slay in the SEC. So go her. Good job for getting out of LIU. So that's what we have for NCAA. Yeah. And then elite-wise, so Mexican champs were just last weekend, right? Yeah. Yes. 
All right. That's so, correct. Do you want to kind of go over what the big moments of that were? Okay, so I think the big moments for the competition was the upgrades, the crazy upgrades. I never expected such level in Mexico. Um, on Bolt, we had Alexa doing the Rudy Bolt for the first time since, I believe, Tokyo. And then we had Natalia Escalera with a double twist in Yurchenko, which was, well, it wasn't the best. She almost crashed it like Tanxi Ying. <laughs> <laughs> but she could save it. <laughs> and on bars, I think, was the crazy, craziest part. At City Sandoval did a Fabric Nova dismount. Okay, stay. She fell on it. But it was still really good. And Cynthia Ruiz, aka Lua uh, Ruiz sisters, sister, <laughs> did uh ray dismount a uh, double double layout really wow yeah and i think she fell on it as well well <laughs> they fall a lot i love her bars she has really pretty bars yeah she used to have a hindorf to pack salto but she removed the hindor because it was really really inconsistent actually the first time she ever hit a full routine was when she removed it yes <laughs> She's a really interesting gymnast. Hashtag real. Yeah. And another part is beam of this championship. Championship, sorry. It was really improved. For example, at City Sandoval score a 13.1 with a 5 in D score and 8.1 E score. I want to see that routine because there's no footage of it, of it yet. And she constantly scores in the tens in this apparatus, so it's really unusual for her. And another one is Cynthia Ruiz again. She hit a bean routine for the first time in her entire life. Slay! And she even had one of the highest scores of the competition. And even she took photo of the of this score because she was really shocked and happy. And floor is bad. There's a floor situation there. <laughs> like there's only Natalia Escalera with a 5.2 floor. She's been training at Chusovitina. And there's Alexa who, who hit her routine finally. And Scora, I believe, at 12.8. And yesterday, there was another competition. And she brought back the syllabus. So she's, wow, she upgraded fast, I feel like. Yeah, I think she began training at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So it's really impressive. Love her. So it's yeah, really... and they selected their Pan Am's team, right? Yeah. So I have yeah, a that's... nominative list up here. I assume that's what it is. So Natalia Escalera, Paulina Campos, Adziri Sandoval, Cassandra Lostala, Alexa Moreno, and um, Carolina Briseño. Yeah. Yeah, they're sending a world-level team, which is really surprising. But at the same time, is the Mexican Federation probably being shady or something? They always have something. I really hope they don't get injured before worse because they are really hopeful about qualifying a full Olympic team to Paris. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they, they have, like, the possibility of doing it, but they also could score, like, 11s on everything. Yes, I agree. It happened last squad in Stuttgart. They sent a really good team, but ended up beating Romania. <laughs> and we all know how Romania went, how what happened that meet. Don't talk about Romania. No. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Cranson. 
Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the the nominative list right now. I'm getting distracted because there's a girl from Peru whose middle name is Itzy. So I'm gonna stay on her now. Yeah, as usual, I'm gonna stand her too. Yes. Just because you said so. Yes, we should all stand her. But we'll do the full Pan Am's preview next week because they start I think a week from today actually. But yeah. You can give a little bit of a preview on the Mexican team since you are very knowledgeable about them. Yeah. So we are going to begin with the Mexican trio that that made Mexico look really good in last year. I'm talking about Atsiri Sandoval, Natalia Escalera, and Paulina Campos. Uh, Atsiri Sandoval, I think she turned senior in 2013. Wow. Yeah, she's a veteran. She made worlds uh, last year and in 2014. And she's known for being a really good bars worker. I think people that know her knows that. And she debuted her Samolochikova bolt, uh to Karthara with a with two twists in 2020, I believe. Which also became like a really good bolter ever since. And we don't talk about being on floor, honestly. <laughs> but she's really good at these two events, Bolton Bars. And she's been scoring pretty good internationally. And now let's move on with Natalia Escalera. She turned senior in 2018, I think. Yes. And she was often overshadowed during that time because she wasn't that, she was really talented, but she wasn't like one of the top gymnasts. And she was known for being good on bars and, no, on bars, no, no, forget about that. And she was good on vault and floor. And she made, she made it internationally once in 2018. I think for some Panam's championships, I don't remember. Then, well, she improved. Um, I didn't know her until 2021 Panam's where Rebe slayed. And she almost qualified to the Olympics, but was really, really close, like a couple things to qualify to the Olympics. And she debuted a Yurchenko one and a half there, and Bing was okay. I'm just gonna say that she's scoring the 11s with a fall. And well, she improved a lot, and she's finally won the national champion in Mexico, which is a really slay for her. Yes, very slay. And now let's move on with Paulina Campos, aka Pepis. We call her Pepis. I'm not sure why, but she's Pepe's. <laughs> uh, she's weak on bolt and floor. She's not a tumbler. Tumbles, that sounded like this, the app, the social media app. Tumblr, tum, you get it. <laughs> uh, she's known for being really good on bars. I think in around 2018, 2019, she had a Maloney to hinder combo which was surprisingly consistent but the rest of the routine was bad <laughs> then beam she is probably currently one of the best beamers in mexico she has a double turn okay so and... I, I stand i stand anyone with a double turn Yes, me too. It's really, it's surprisingly a initial skill. It is and so I, hard. Like it, yeah. it looks, it looks so nice, but no one does them because they're so hard and so inconsistent. So I, I have to, I have to respect anyone who does one. Yeah, same. And she actually, it's actually a new skill for her in for now, it's consistent, but she wobbles a lot on it. 
Uh, it's a really easy, um, going back to her being routine, it's a really easy routine, but she has really nice execution. So she scores really well internationally with, internationally with hit routines. And now, well, that's the trio, the main trio of Mexico. Now let's move on with Cassandra Dostalot. She's she's also a veteran, but never made it internationally. I think only in a World Cup Nari back in 2018 and World Championships last year. So she's kind of unexperienced, but she does really well internationally. And she's like the the beam worker of Mexico, the Mexican beam worker. If people know about his about her work, sorry, about her work on beam, people will know that she's really talented. She has a a really difficult routine. She has a loso mount, a backhand speed to loso and loso, and a double pike dismount. And then she's she's also surprisingly good on 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 floor. Maybe. She starts with a full in. And just, hmm? They need that. Yeah, they definitely need that. And she was training on two and a half two point fronts. She hasn't competed it yet, but. But her floor routine is still really good without it. And Bolt, she has a pike front with a half twist. And Bors is also is kind of non-existent for her. Now the final member and the most expected is Alexa Moreno. We all know her. She's the best Mexican gymnast of all time. The only... Mexican gymnast to ever medal of, of at Worlds and almost did so at the Olympics. And she's back. She has most of all the of her routines back. So there's nothing to talk about her because we all know her. I'm just so and, how fast she got everything back. Yeah, same. She took a, a one-year break because she was recovering from a shoulder injury, I believe. Yeah, I remember that. But she's now fully back and better than ever, honestly. We love to see. Yeah, and I hope she can medal again internationally. Yeah, I feel like if her vaults are back how they were, I think she has a good shot at world. Yeah. Uh, well, now with the final member, which is the alternate, is Grace Briseño. Briseño is, she has an older sister who has made other international competition and was really promising as a first year senior. She had a double front, a north and double front. Slay. Yes. Oh, I love uh, double front so much. And no one does. Not people do them. Me too. They are really unusual and and really good to watch. Okay, so now going back to Grace, she's she so see she surprised me a lot because she used to be really consistent and didn't have like really hard routines, but she now has a Yurchenko one and a half. Bors is good. I'm just going to say that, but her execution is kind of bad. And I have no idea about being on floor, so... So that will be it for the Panams team. It seems like a pretty well-balanced team for what they have. Floor, floor will be a problem, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably Natalia will save them. <laughs> As she should. All right, so then some other random elite news we've got going on. So um, in terms of China, it appears that 
Shang Jin Song has her floor back. Um, I'm pretty sure this was a recent video that was posted where she did uh one and a half to triple to punch front, a double pike, and a two and a half to front layout half, and then like leaps and wolf turns. But yeah, play. I saw that. I'm really excited about her comeback. And I hope she can make it international again because I need her to win a medal so bad. I mean, with the state of Chinese gymnastics, if she wanted to, I think she could easily do it. It's just a matter of if she wants to. Yeah. yeah I think it's pretty much that. And if the Chinese Federation lets her. Yeah. I'm just like, with Worlds and Asian games at the same time, China needs to have two teams full of healthy people at once. Like, do yeah. we have that many gymnasts right now that are alive? Yeah. China currently has a huge problem. Yes. Bold in blur problem. And being alive problem. Yes, also that I'm heartbroken to see them flop so bad it's so bad yeah and i fully believe that a b team can score better than than her than their a team at this point probably. yes because her a b team i believe they have i don't remember her name but she has a double twisting to kahara there i know Zhang Jin was training it. Is it her? I think it was her. Yeah. And then um, Chu Chi Yuan, she has her layout Jaeger back. So huge win for the Mi community. Huge win for the community. And apparently has a full 6.9 difficulty bars. Oh, yes, I saw that. I really want to see a video of that. Because I apparently... The person posted it said there is video and he saw it, but the Chinese like gymnastics fed doesn't want it spread, so they can't post it. Yeah, I kinda understand that. It's like the Russian Federation doing well, posting those videos of training videos and then they delete it so fast. They I... are like that. <laughs> And move, uh, going back to that uh, routine, I want to see her little Jaeger again. I'm so excited to see it again. I love layout Jaegers. I love a Chinese layout Jaeger more than anything in the world. They are perfect. They are the definition of perfection. Nature is healing, guys. Finally. And then speaking of bars, queens. Kalia Namor is allowed to compete at African Champs. They cleared her. They let her. She will be able to compete for Algeria and qualify for Worlds this year. I'm so happy to hear that. I was I was waiting for this one. Yeah, I kind of was losing hope. I didn't think they would let her do it, but somehow. Yeah. The French Federation is gonna. I I don't know. It's gonna is. Their karma is real. They're gonna have some karma back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because she deserves the whole world. She deserves to be there in at worst and, and hopefully she will qualify to the Olympics. I think it's really, it's a really big possibility. Yeah, I think she has a good shot, and I really hope she does. And I am expecting her to qualify to the worst final at this year's Worlds. Yeah, if she pulls off the same routine she's been doing, like, she'll be in there easy. And she'll be a, yeah. a top contender. And I'm actually surprised that she still has her difficulty. And she has tremendously improved her execution and, and that kind of stuff. Because I remember that she was injured before turning senior. Yeah. And I expect her to lose her inverse. I'm really used to people lose her inverse. Everyone loses their inverse. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. So let's see if she can pull that routine for worse. Yeah. Very excited for her. And then can... Jax is being all squirmy. Can you decide what you <laughs> Yeah, I have him sitting on my lap. Um, that doesn't mean I like him. I still I he still sucks. He bit four holes in my thumb yesterday, unprovoked. So Jack sucks club, everyone hates Jax. I'm starting to hate him. Yeah, like I love him, but he sucks. He sucks so much. Yeah, I can tell the things you you've told me about him. He's so ugly. But right now he's just chilling. He can't be alone. He refuses to be alone. Um, and no one else is home, so he needs to be here. Okay. Oh. Stop crawling everywhere. <laughs> he looks so funny. He's so large. He's huge. He really doesn't he's... fit in my lap. That's why he's probably being annoying. But, oh, well, we still have him. We are taking oh. care of him. And then the last of our elite news is that, so that they were supposed to um, have like a meeting about the decision for Russia being allowed to compete or not, but they pushed that back so that it will be after um, continental championships. So they won't have, there will be no way for any Russians to compete before um, Worlds. So no one will be able to qualify to Worlds, but if they do happen to let them, um, then after like after they do happen to decide to let them compete, they might like a couple a couple individuals might be able to qualify through like the World Cups or whatever or Euros next year. But there's no chance of them qualifying a team. Yeah, it sucks, but honestly, that's what they they, they get. Yeah, it's necessary, but I just miss them. I miss their gymnastics. Me too. But yeah, they they just like it's it's just necessary. Um and even if they do let them like they do come to terms and like they make the rules like, oh, if you don't support the war or whatever, you can be I I have doubts that any of them will actually ever be allowed to compete because it seems like the Russians, um, the governments are kind of like, we're gonna compete on our own terms not on your terms or we're not going to compete at all so yeah, i i really hate that and that's why i think it was the right decision yeah and like pretty much every single russian athlete has in some way participated in an event or something that supports the war because their livelihoods and like probably also their lives depends yeah. on so there's just no good way to make it work it's like, it's not fair because they're not the ones doing the war, but it wouldn't be fair for everyone else if they did compete. So it just kind of is what it is. Yeah, and Valentina Radionenko, the head coach, says something about, like you said, about their own terms, that they won't compete unless it's by their own terms. Mm -hmm. And she also said that all the team supports the war, well, imply that. But I have something to say about that. I'm not going to say name because it could be dangerous, but not all of them supports the war. And they, one of them have spoken against it, but they are now really silent. So it's really, I'm really worried about, about them. Yeah, but it's not a good situation for any of them. Mm-hmm. But I do know that you are still very much in the know of all of our Russian competitions, our internal tests, our random Russian juniors. So tell us about your favorite random Russian juniors that are going to burn out in the next two years. <laughs> well, random, random, I think it's going to be Anastasia Tolstaya. I recently became a fan of her. She didn't quite have the difficulty last year but she improved so much for this competition the junior russian championships she added in bars on her bars routine and they are really really good and 
from Flor, I really love her floor. She has beautiful rings, especially a ring with a half twist. Wow, if she can make that look good, then. Yeah. Yeah, she's probably the most random Russian gymnast right now. Well, one of them, because there are many. All of them are somehow really random. I know, that's what I miss about them. They were all such random nistas all the time. And it's just, it's a sleigh. Yeah, it's like fake a gap. I'm going to have to mention here. She never made the any national team as a junior. And only as a second year senior, she made, she finally made the national team, which was, which is the most random thing ever, because if you see her results from, for example, 2019, she sucked so much. Yeah. And she suddenly became really good and even now has a double twin thing, Yurchenko. Wow. Also, yeah. is Mini Masha alive? Like, she had an Achilles thing, right? Yes. Yeah, it was, she had an Achilles. Yeah, that's how you pronounce it, right? Yeah. She had an Achilles injury at the Spartakiada last year. But it wasn't that serious. It was really a minor injury. And she be and she came back training, but then got injury. I think it was her shoulder or elbow. I don't remember. And didn't compete at Russian Championships because of that. But she's now training again. I saw her at her home gym. In a Leo, and with her coach, so she's probably back. Slay, because I love her. I really hope like this whole thing ends before she burns out because I want her to get like I want her to get appreciated. Mitsui, she she deserves it so much and I remember back in twenty twenty one I fell in love with her gymnastics. I already loved her before that competition, before Russian Championship that year. Because she had the she was training the Nabieva with a half twist, which was really unusual. And hers was good. Yeah. Better than the knee. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember that she had so much difficulty for a first year senior. Yes, and as we know, you are the most qualified person to judge Nabieva's. Yes. Hers is Hers is good, not the best one. She re it reminds me of Sunis, and I'm not that fan of Sunis, but we're talking that's, about Mini Masha. That stands really mad gymnast. right now. U.S. stands really mad right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please don't get mad at me. It's the truth. It's the truth. Yeah. Started a revolution. <laughs> and. Her Esova was is really good as well. One of the best in she the world. She has the right best now. Esova in like the world. It's so good. Yeah, and speaking of Esovas, I think Uliana Perevinosova uh, has a really good one as well. Really, she's a slave. I stand her since that one random time I watched Universiad and she was there. Um, and it was just a sleigh team. They were all so random. Yeah. How they... Okay, they won the gold medal after qualifying second place behind France. That was really random. Okay. And, yeah. Now, we have the most important country to talk about. Oh, I, I'm so excited to talk about this. We need to bring awareness to the greatest gymnastics nation to ever grace this world, Gabo Nation. So Gabo Nation um, was initiated, I believe, sometime last year. 
Yeah. Yes. And Gabo Gabo Championships took the world by storm. Yeah, it's it was a cultural reset. It was. It really was. It still is. It's still I, I think about I think about them every day. Um I'm probably more invested in them than most real countries, I would say. Honestly, me too. I'm not gonna lie. So Gabo has over 100 um, imaginary, but they're not imaginary, they're real. Yeah, they're yeah. really here in the heart. Uh, over 100 gymnasts that he made routines for. And they all faced off against each other at Gabo Championships. And then we had Gabo Cup later in the year. We, we all got to have guests compete too. So... Um, Rita from Rolly and Rita was obviously competing there and she slayed. She made the bars final in case you were wondering. In second place. No, in first place. In first place, I yeah, think. She slayed. But like your mind is so powerful for that. I could never. And the, <laughs> I thought they were all just like random routines that you were making up just like when you were bored. And then like a few months ago, you like posted like who all of your gymnasts were inspired by and were combinations of. And I was like, this is so galaxy brained. Yeah. I'm I'm even surprised by myself because I I never thought I would do something like this. But also I'm mental Illinois. <laughs> but like, and then it made so much sense because all of your fake gymnasts that I stand when you said who they were inspired by, it was all people that I stand. Yeah, I remember it was Angelina Lagunova who you stand. Yes, I love it her. was inspired by inspired by, by Lizzie here. Yeah. <laughs> My queens. Yeah. And well, I think we should talk about Veronica Khan first. No, we don't need to talk about Veronica Khan. Oh. Why not? She's it's like the goat. She's paying off the government. And every so everyone is paid by the government. They need to be paid. No, Veronica Khan is bribing. She's bribing. I know there's some inside business there. Maybe you're you're right, but maybe you're wrong. I don't trust because You should stand her bars at least. Because she has a inborn abieva and also a how do you say it? a Van Luen to counter Kim to a Sova. No, I stand counter Kim. But like fundamentally by my own personal morals, I <laughs> I cannot stand Veronica Khan. I cannot stand Anastasia Khan. <gasps> Anastasia Khan is like really different to her sister. She's like she has different style in gymnastics she's different it's not about their gymnastics it's about their morals <laughs> things something out there there should be a investigation about it but there should be there should be but there isn't yet but we also we need to talk about new senior this year um, yes Snowpock. i love her yes. she if anyone can defeat the cons, it's her. I agree. I fully agree. She's when I saw her for the first time time at a random competition, I was shocked because wow. She was just a guest uh, as a junior at Gabo Cup, right? Yes. That was when I first I first saw her routines and I knew she would be a star. I just knew she would. I need to hear about what upgrades she's working right now. Yeah, she's working on a new boat that people will love. It's a Yurchenko entry. And she already has a triple twist in Yurchenko. Now imagine what will be her upgrade. I know, I know. It's going to be... Yeah. It's going to be really good. She's going to sweep worlds. I know it. Yeah, she they are preparing her for worlds, actually. They they truly believe in her. They have a lot of faith on her. 
I okay, we'll talk about who else I stand. I stand um Mirzoyan and Elena Golaneva, obviously. Yeah. So Mirzoyan, she has a new bolt. She probably had a double twist in Yuchenko. Now she has she's been training a Rudy Bolt, which is gonna help her help her a lot for her all-around program. She's already one of the top gymnasts in Gabon Nation. So now she's gonna be probably in the podium in the future. Yeah, I remember she made what would have been their world's team last year, but since Gabon Nation has morals, they boycotted it for being in Britain, which makes so much yeah. sense. Because personally, I would I would never subject someone to going to Britain. I would never make my gymnast do that. Yeah, it was against our morals. Yeah. Like it's and well more about her she's my front front tumbler queen even though she doesn't have that much uh, front tumbling <laughs> on beam she has a pike pro nobody's mount that's so why this is yeah exactly and on floor she has a biles one to front layout she's the queen she's the goat exactly she is currently, I think, the best floor worker in the whole country. As she should. And she helps a lot to the to her federal district. It's the Mahetsi Federal District, I think. <laughs> I don't remember. My favorite district is the Western Rilagaf district. Yeah, same. They are I love them because of their bars work. They, their bars are unmatched. Yeah, they have some of the best workers in the whole country. So I have to stand them. Mm -hmm. And they usually are on the podium, on the team podium. Yeah, I think they got... Did they win or get second at Gabo Cup? They... No, it was our Gabo Championships. They got second behind Capital One. That's what I thought. Yeah. Capital One is also one. They are also one of my favorites. They have Veronica Khan. I'm just going to mention that. I'm rolling my okay. eyes. In case you're listening, I'm rolling my eyes. Uh, <laughs> well, they also have Angelina Lagunova. Yeah, I do love her. I can support a Lagunova medal at the expense of Veronica Khan also getting a medal. Sometimes you have to make sacrifices in life. Um, it just it builds character, really. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. And oh, you also mentioned Elena Goleneva. Yes, a queen. She's okay. I don't remember. I think she's from the Fekaga Federal District, if I'm not wrong. And it's not a district with really good results, but they still have really good gymnasts like Goleneva. Yeah, guys, like you don't understand the amount of depth that Gabo Nation has. Like, think about Japan men's gymnastics and how much depth they have. And then multiply it by like a hundred thousand, and that's exactly. got exactly. There, the Alaron final is all is always interesting to watch. I mean, right now I I'm looking at some results from last year's Gabo Championships, and the gap between first and sixth place it's by less than a point, and they all have above 60 points. Now imagine that how the rest is. Like, I think even an, a G-teamer can beat Simone Biles easily. Oh, easily. Simone Biles, she, she wouldn't stand a chance in Gabo Cup. Yeah, she will probably make the bold final, but that's it. Yeah. Um, I also want to talk about Lilia Melchuk. 
I think you know her. I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah, she had her best events are bursting. Is she the one with the anode mount on beam? No, that's you're gonna hate to hear this. That's Veronica Khan. There are other ones. You have over yeah. there were other ones. Yeah, I think you I know who you're talking about. Irina Tsoi. That's the oh, one. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. I loved her. Yeah, she's not a top gymnast. She plays in 42nd place in the round qualifying fine uh, qualifying round. But she's really good on bars. She's one of the probably top ten in the country. And the bars in combination are insane, guys. They're insane. Yeah, like there are many gymnasts that can score really close to a 16. Like you're gonna need a 15-8 if you want a shot at all of making the final. Exactly. Beam is probably the the most easy final to make because everything can happen. Yes, because everyone's doing risky routines. They're they're really going for it. They're being unique. They're being randomistas. And that's what we love to see. That's why Gabo Championships, Gabo Cup are some of the best competitions of the year. Exactly. That's really correct. And let's talk about their being situation because it's not a bad situation. It's actually a really good situation. Compared to other countries, they are in a whole new level. Like they are from another planet. They really are. Like they could fall twice and still make the beam final at Worlds easy. Exactly. For example, Veronica Khan. No, I'm not going to talk about I don't want to talk about Veronica Khan. I'm going to talk about Elizabeth Antonova. Okay. Okay, she's like the best beam worker in the country. Difficulty speaking. And she has a full layout mount. I think I remember her. She slayed. Yeah. But the bad thing is that she always flops whenever she qualifies to the beam final. She always flops in the beam final. Yeah, they usually call that Larissa Iridaki syndrome. Exactly. Oh, this is why I love her. <laughs> and she has scored close to... No, she has close scored above the 16 mark. I think her high score there is a 16.166. She's from the capital district, right? No, she's gone from the Western Real Agap district. Oh, she's my district. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. But she's really weak on that. One of the top ones. I think I get her and Amanova mixed up. Exactly. Oh, Amanova. I, I completely forgot about her. Um, she's also one of the strongest solo runners in the country. Yeah. And Western Regal Agap district is not known for being strong and bold, but Amanova has an Amanar which helps them a lot. I think I have the results here. Yeah. I have the book. Oh my god. The most important book in the it's whole so world. Yeah. Oh, I think one fun fact about Gabo Championships is that before I named the federal district like that, like Western Real Agaps, uh, Guest, no, Guest, no, Mahetsi, Northern, Ilwikat, and stuff like that, I named it, it's going to sound weird, but for example, the I think the Northern district, was named Urkon. Now you have the ones that are named after your axolotls, right? Yes, exactly. I feel like I haven't gotten an update on them in a while. How are they doing? Oh, they, they are doing really well. They are lazy, really lazy. They don't do anything all day. Yeah, mine doesn't either. It's great. Except if you put your finger in there, she'll come up to you and bite you. Same. I love 
Yours are terrifying when they bite you, though. That video where it just, like, chomped your entire finger. Yeah. Yeah. It's because they have gotten really big. I've been feeding them a lot, and they're really fat. Are yours both boys? or? The pink one is a girl, and the other one is a boy. Because mine's a girl, and she's tiny she's still tiny and i've had it i've had her for like we've had her for like two years and she's tiny but yours are huge and my boyfriend has one and it's huge so i'm like why is ours so <gasps> tiny your boyfriend has one too yeah oh, i need to see it it's huge its name is sebastian and it's giant oh sebastian i love that name yeah like when i first went and saw when i first saw it i was like what the heck why is it so big I don't know. Ours just doesn't grow. Well, they are, despite their size, they're really beautiful. Yeah. Like, they're the best animal in the whole world. Love them. And they are really important in my culture. They're also really yeah. important in Minecraft. Yeah, exactly. That's all, that's one of my cultures. Minecraft yeah, is one of my cultures. Exactly. I mean... Just looking at them and they're doing nothing. Oh, to live the life of an axolotl. They're my whole life. I I will die for them. Um going back to Gabo Championships, here I have the results. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. There are more. Okay, you can hear the paper noise. They are so organized. I know. I usually not organize. In fact, behind me there's a a mess. <laughs> but when it comes to something that is that really interests me, I'm really organized. And when it's something that's so important to our society. Yeah, it's like a duty that I have to do. It is. It's so important to us. It really I don't know what I would do without Gabo Championships. They really filled a void during exactly. like when there's no gymnastics. And every year there's new seniors and random gymnasts really 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 competitive routines. They fill the void in my heart that's left by China flopping. Oh <laughs> honestly the same because China has a also has a lot of depth, but they they fail to deliver always. Always. I'm really, really again. I think I say that I say this multiple times, but I'm still really sad about them. Yeah. Especially about Luorui. I know. I hope she like doesn't lose all her motivation. I know she almost retired and like didn't train for a while, but her beam is so gorgeous. Like I I need her to get a medal. Me too. I love her mount and her Yurchenko loop. Yes. It's almost as sad of a story as Luo Ruiz, the greatest gymnast to ever live, who unfortunately died recently. Rest in peace. Rest in little peace. Angel. We're saluting her. If you're listening to this, please salute for Luo Ruiz. Yeah, do it or else. She's gonna haunt you if she, if you don't. My favorite thing ever is when you tweeted that she was on the Mexican world's team and then the gym turned back and tweeted it. You see? <laughs> I think it, she she wasn't the only one that believed that. I think a lot someone of people else, did. Yeah. They were like, what skills does she have? Do you have any video? <laughs> it was really funny. And I think it was one of the Ital gyms yeah. that, that made a full list of who was going to worlds. It's and they included her name there. I remember that she's always in our hearts. Yeah, no matter what. I heard that her family is doing an homage to her, a tribute to her. As they should. Year. And they're planning to. Wait, I'm have the translated here. If you, if if you wonder what I'm doing. <laughs> Uh, 
resurrect. They are gonna resurrect her. They are planning to. If er if everything goes well, there it's gonna happen. That's so beautiful. I know. It has come so far, guys. But yeah, so I hope you guys will start becoming stands of Gabo Nation. I'm sure you are now, but make sure to keep up with them. Um, are there any upcoming competitions soon? Uh, yes, Gabo Championships. It's going to start in around a week, I think, wow. when I stop being busy with university, actually. Exactly. <laughs> guys, I finished school today. I am officially done with my junior year today. congratulations yes um we're gonna hope i got an a on my final that i took it i had to take it at 8 a.m this morning it was terrible um but it's okay i survived i watched the call me baby and let me write music videos in the car before the class um i'm conducting a little research study if you didn't see my tweet earlier today i am conducting a research study so i haven't i've gone to that class one time in the past two weeks um, I have not thought about it. Otherwise, I have not studied at all. But I did watch those two videos before I went in and took the final. So my research study is to see if just the sole act of watching those two videos will get me an A on the final. And I think it will. So stay tuned. She said the grades are going in today. So I can check right now even. But I'm just really excited for the results of this study. I think it will go very well. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I really hope that happens. You deserve the A. I got a 91, guys. <gasps> oh, <It> yeah. <laughs> That's... So, basically, if you guys are in school, if you haven't had your finals yet, you know what to do. Don't study. Don't go to class. Watch the Call Me Baby and the Let Me Write music videos in the parking lot. And nah. you I'm going to start doing that. It's just science, guys. Yeah, exactly. Science don't lie. That, doesn't lie. That was research. That was real research. Um, totally. Just it's it's facts, basically. It's beautiful. It is. So anyway, um, oh, because it's your first time on here, so we have to end with the final question. If you could unretire one gymnast, and it can't be your favorite gymnast, who would it be? I think that will be real Agap. I have not accepted that she is retired. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Um, I, last I'm time... just working through the stages of grief, and by the stages of grief, I mean denial. We're still right there. Yeah. So basically, her last competition, one of her last competition was this partakiada that took place last year, she didn't do really good there. She fell, I think, on bars and fell like three times on beam. Yeah, ended up getting like a nine. 17. You guys wouldn't understand. And then she competed at some random competition along with Nelly Audi. The Nelly Audi. Nelly and, has a big case of Russian disappearance syndrome. Yeah, I really hate that. They took away from me Olga Bachurina, who probably no one remembers. And, well, Real Agave competed for the last time last year in November and scored like an 11 on bars. It was a 17 in my heart. In my heart, it was to a 17. And then the... the Federal District Championships happened and her... And she was nowhere to be found. And, and I'm on her coach's uh, Telegram. He usually posts updates about his gymnast. And she's also not there. She's all, uh, he's now only coaching first-year senior Leila Vasileva and other random gymnasts. So, yeah, she's probably most likely retired. It's fine. It's fine, guys. Yeah. It's fine. But Thanks. at least we have fake agaf. Yes, at least we have fake agaf. And we still have Western and Eastern real agaf districts of Gabo Nation. They're carrying on. Exactly. 
they're gonna be bring pride to her. They will. They always do. Anyway, make sure to like, subscribe, download, um, rate five stars, uh, share with your friends, tell your family, tell your dogs. Um, They're axolotls, axolotls, too. Yes. Tell everyone. Include everyone. And make sure to tune into Gabo Championships. Coming up next week, guys. We'll see you there. Bye.